0: Tasting Anarchy, your wine and liberty podcast. Join Mason and Jake each week as they try new wines and discover how much government is in your drink. Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of Tasting Anarchy, where I finally
1: get the intro music to work. I never know which one I'm going to dance to, but I'm always yeah. happy to dance to one of them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I uh, I also realized a couple of things. So one is on ZenCaster. I have to click the new intro correctly. If I click too low, it'll delete it. Cause the X button is to me in an inconvenient spot. It's like in the middle of the bottom of the, the sound. And Great then also, UI yeah, yeah. And then also, uh, I have to click it again to stop it or otherwise it'll oh. just loop. It'll oh, just keep looping. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It is a little bit weird. Now I guess it's because some shows do have like background music that they play. Yeah. yeah. So it
1: kind of makes sense, I guess. Or but- like, uh, yeah, like um like a segment has like a background sound or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. They just kind of have a running behind the scenes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so, so anyways, welcome um, to your Jake. Yeah. So yeah, tasting anarchy.
0: <laughs> and in this episode, we're going to do a Childeberg recap because yeah. although we are two weeks now removed from Childeberg, I think I'm finally recovered. And yeah, not recovered and we'll- from too many like substances and that kind of stuff just like i think the older i get the more sleep deprivation impacts me in general
1: yeah well i think you may have gotten all of 10 hours of sleep across like three days yeah and like i got significantly more than that but like it was so disjointed because i just couldn't stay asleep like it wasn't i mean people are allowed but like and it, nobody was, like, ever super, like, disrespectfully loud, at least in my – at least where I was sleeping. So, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: and then also, so, you know, I had guests that came back with us and mm-hmm. that that sort of – you know, whenever whenever you have guests, even though we have, like, a guest room and stuff, it's a little bit uh, – I wouldn't say it's difficult to sleep, but it's I'm, – I'm very much uh, focused on being a good host. And so yes. it's sometimes hard for me to relax.
1: Yeah, like, um, um, that's the thing is, like, at my house, like – there's just not a lot of room for guests. Yeah. So like if there's a guest, it really disrupts. Cause like I use every space that isn't my daughter's room and like most of my house is not open concept, but it's open. Yeah. Like, so like I, I can't come into my, I can't like leave my bedroom and come over into the office to like work out if my mother-in-law's here, like I gotta stay in the bedroom until she gets up. Right, now, right. She also wakes up early as anything. So it kind of works out most of the time, but. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think that was, that was kind of, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, I'm stressed. COVID? No. no, I didn't get, I didn't get COVID. <laughs> I think, I think it's like impossible for me to get sick nowadays.
1: Although uh, I didn't,
0: I don't know. I felt kind no, of crappy last I, week. I don't know.
1: I'm pretty sure you like, and this is just kind of the thing is like, I, for years and, and like you kind of did too, like get sick once a year. Yeah, like, we're, we've never been sick more than once a year, except for, like, you may get, like, a fall cold yeah, and a yeah. winter cold. But the winter cold's in, like, January. Mm-hmm. So, like, January and November. And yeah. it happens, so, like, it's like seems like once a year sort of thing. So, yeah.
0: Well, and also my, like, allergies, anytime, like, allergy season starts, I usually don't feel very good around then. But, uh, it's, that's mostly just like, well, allergies. Um, Mm -hmm. but like, uh, we're going back to the office for all of next week to impress clients. So I have to go to the office and I haven't done that. Well, I I mean, I've been back a day here and there just to, you know, kind of go in, but, uh, now I have to go and I don't really want to. So I've uh, <laughs> I've been very spoiled by work from home, which you, you unfortunately didn't get to experience much of. But, and I do not care for. Well, you know, I didn't at first, once, once you kind of get your routine going and your office at home set up, for, at least for me, it became, uh, it just became so much better to work from home just as far as from like a, I guess an efficiency standpoint, you know. Yeah not that I do the laundry, Victoria mostly does the laundry, but other things that need to get done around the house, I can kind of do those things in
1: between. And you know, the nature of my job, like I have to answer the phone when it's ringing and it's not like specifically my phone is ringing and someone is calling me. That happens. But like, I also am like direct frontline customer support. So I really can't just wander off. Frequently. Yeah, I
0: guess that's true. Yeah. That's
1: kind and of. Then, yeah. yeah. Plus, like, when you're home, like, yeah, you can go play with the dogs and you can take, you know, go swim in the pool and, and that sort of thing. But, like, your wife is also working. Yeah. My wife doesn't work from home. So if I'm working from home and it's not just me, like, I am feel like I'm ignoring my wife and my daughter if they're home. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So, plus, like, you know, my wife. Her work schedule, like she's supposed to start working at 830 and cut out at 430 or four. But because she drives, because she's doing home health style stuff, like her last patient may be at 230, but she's an hour and a half from anyone else. Yeah. So she's done. And then like, maybe it only takes an hour to get back and pick up my daughter. So they're back by like four and I've got another hour to work. Right. So, like, not having the commute is nice, but also, like, if you have a particularly stressful day at work, sometimes the commute obviously isn't fun, but yeah. it also gives you an opportunity to kind of, like, let whatever of that go. But, like, I also, you know, like, like I like my house, but it's not designed for working from home. Like, my ideal situation right. when I get, like, the ability to work on my own is like i'm gonna go to like this local coffee shop i like as my workplace and you know work for an hour or two from there a day enjoy a coffee and and kind of be out and about because like i also i really like leaving the house like i like yeah. going places because as you know i'm I'm much more extroverted than you and my wife are yeah. um, though you are very personable and my wife right. isn't as personable but like i am just like let's go talk to somebody. Let's go meet somebody. Like let's do something else. And yeah, like I definitely don't have those days where I'm super into it, but like, yeah, it's just not, not a thing. So, um, that is not Childerberg talk. No, no. That, that's, that's
0: us. That's us talking about recovering sort of from Childerberg, but mm-hmm. that's kind of how, I don't know. That's how the shows go. Sometimes rambling and yeah. stuff. Uh, so, I, yeah, uh,
1: about yeah, I flew out on Friday. You picked me up at the airport. Um, Picked up Anthony Samaroff at the airport as well. Yeah. In the wine van, we bombed back to your place. uh, Got some additional stuff. I got to meet my new kettlebell, which was fun. Uh, Finished packing up the cars. I got to meet Mulder uh, quickly. He managed to cut my hand uh, being a puppy, which was fun. He's very jumpy. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Like, I wasn't bothered by it at all. You know me, I love dogs. Um, So then it was off to the adventure of getting to Childerberg, which for those of you who haven't been to central Texas, um, in late May, good chance it's going to rain and it may rain like a son of a gun. And also you go anywhere near Waco add an hour to your drive.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's like every single time I, we go, we go through Waco. This is kind of one of the reasons why I like going the other way down there. Mm -hmm. But since we were going to Austin to pick up Howie Snowden, um, which that, that whole crazy. thing. Yeah, that's right. And Queezy. Or quazy. yeah. Um, I keep I keep saying Queezy too, but it's Queezy I, I as in crazy. Yeah, crazy.
1: And he is awesome, by the way. Like, yeah, as a person super, and as a musician.
0: Yeah, so. a super cool dude. Super good musician. But we picked him up in Austin. We also picked up Howie. We were going to pick mm-hmm. up Guy Swan, but Guy Swan didn't want to wait for us. So, because we were stuck in traffic. In yeah, I don't think Waco I ever forever. met
1: Guy Swan from there. <laughs> uh,
0: I, think you, I think I saw you talking to him once. And so I think that, uh, oh, you maybe. met him, and you, but you're not aware that you met him. <laughs> I never know. There's so many people there; it was hard to, yeah. hard to. Uh, it's hard to tell, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we, we, you know, picking up, but yeah, that rain is it's pretty typical this time of year, but it yeah. usually clears up. And once we actually got to the campsites, we
1: um, dodged the huge storm that. If you yeah. guys had seen any of the the storm pictures, um, that was like two hours before we showed up. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was great though. I mean, once yeah. we, I think we had one more little spat of rain for about 10 minutes uh, later on, but for yeah, the no,
1: part- we had, it rained several additional times, but it was all like kind of hyper localized. It was okay. never like the whole campsite was just getting doused, but like also like our campsite was so many of them, you know, you kind of get like a little heavier rain on one side and it's like completely misty just on the other. And then it was done. Mm. So, okay. Or at least yeah. that was the, the, over the entire weekend. I, yeah, not, I don't, can't say I'm Friday, on the rest of Friday from there. Yeah. yeah. So, uh,
0: you know, kind of with a little bit of a gist of, of Childeberg, um, are, what were some things that st- stuck out to you this year that, You particularly enjoyed or dis or didn't like either one. Well, don't say the Um, ones that dislike because this is also an advertisement for people liking it.
1: (laughs) Well, no. So, like the things I disliked about Childerberg were all things that I had intentionally tried to fix myself. Okay. And messed up and got my own way. So, like, I knew I was going to be driving the wine van on uh, Saturday, which I did. Mm -hmm. Uh, taking people to and from the show and i knew it was going to be hard to get people to like kind of get in the van to go originally um so i was a little frustrated by that first run but mainly because like everybody was drinking and having a good time and i was staying sober which you know completely reasonable don't have a problem with but like i couldn't be sitting there going like having a beer and going like shut up van driver (laughs) (laughs)
0: We'll go when we want to go,
1: you know, like that sort of thing. Cause I also wanted to see everybody play because I had been so talking to you so frequently about what was going to be playing. But like the big thing i my way with is like, I've been taking melatonin uh, to help me sleep and it has done miracles on helping me get like six hours of sleep a night. Uh Now it really doesn't seem to like give me more restful sleep necessarily or extend my sleep period, but it helps me just go to sleep. So right. like I tried to go to sleep about like w- maybe one ish or new midnight ish on Friday. And like, you know, you like helped rescue the guy locked himself out of his car. Um, yeah. like, and you guys were over talking by the tents and you guys were really loud, but like, I didn't have a problem with that. Cause it's a campsite. Uh-huh. Like right. Right. it happens, but because like I, I, had brought Tums, I brought like my NNM, I brought like um, Alka-Seltzer, I brought everything. And I literally had like a handful of melatonin and I have no idea where that handful went hmm. okay. that I thought i put in my bag. So like, but, and so for me, like because I have scoliosis and kyphosis, like sleeping on the ground isn't always super comfortable, but I was like, I've always made it work the last couple times and gotten good sleep. But like, it would have just been better to have the melatonin. Yeah. (laughs) That that was like, my complaint is like my own screw up. Cause like, I'm pretty sure like, they sell it at the grocery store and I completely forgot to look at, um, the grocery store when we were there for it.
0: Yeah. Stuff like that
1: where I'm like, rats. (laughs) But like, um, I really enjoyed, um, talking to cook Shanti and his wife and, uh, Eating their food that was really good. Um, I really enjoyed talking to Jared, not with the podcast. Um, he was super interesting and and fun to talk to. Uh-huh. Um, I really like. I know we like talked like brushed over it, but it was super great to get to see Howie in person. Seeing as like yeah, he's the closest liberty adjacent person that is like because my wife's a libertarian, but like he's the closest Liberty Jason person to me. And he's still like four hours away. So right. yeah, like yeah. getting to like meet him in person and talk to him. And, and it was a lot of fun um, getting to see uh Rollo, even though it was very short um, just because he, his, what time he was able to get in. And then like, he was off busy just like, ha- like living up the children's experience. And it's not like I was done with the experience at that point, but like, I knew I had to cut back to be able to make the journey back. Sure. So like, so, you know, just kind of missing getting to see and talk to different people, but like, um, uh, talking to Aix and his wife or Aix's wife a lot. Um, and petting their dog was <laughs> a lot of fun. Oh, pond. Um, yeah. Ponds. A yeah. Pond. Yeah. Seeing pond and then, um, seeing Gavin and, uh, Rose was a lot of, was a lot of fun. Kettila belling it up in Texas was fun too. Yep. So like, you as Lord Childerberg, and yeah. I, I think, you know, we had a, another phone call where we talked about this, but it was, like, more of a group setting. Like, hands down, flat out, what was your... And I don't want, like... Because, like, I know your classic, like, the event happened and worked. What is your fondest memory of the event?
0: Uh Probably... The show working as well as it worked. Uh, so that, see, that's that's well, still well, like that's a, that, a, I guess that's yeah. the wrong answer. Yeah, is, is being I guess maybe being able to be present enough, f- especially for the comedy because I like comedy a lot and that's something mm-hmm. that like I'm becoming more and more interested in. Not necessarily mm-hmm, you know doing mm-hmm. it or anything, but just liking it a lot more yeah. than I used to, um, and kind of appreciating now just from paying so much more attention to it, like the craft. Being Mm -hmm. able to sort of slow down and pay enough attention to the comedy to enjoy that show, that to me was the most fun. Yeah. Uh, And then, and then it's uh, again like after the show, being able to like see it accomplished or whatever, but then being able to talk to people and hear how much fun that they had because it does take a lot of work. Mm
1: -hmm. And,
0: and you don't really know, it's like one of those things where you don't really know how it worked out, even though like, while I'm there, it's kind of like, I, it looks like everybody's having a good time and stuff like that. You don't really know how it works out until you start hearing people talk about it afterward.
1: Yeah. Or seeing uh, people like independently, like you don't really necessarily know using the Childerberg hashtags. Yes. And then it's like, wait a minute. Like you might be even be in a picture, not necessarily like taking a picture with somebody, but like, Hey, that's me in the background. (laughs) Like, what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That yeah.
0: kind of thing. Uh, you know, um, BR hates feds. I was actually on the e-militia podcast that he does. Uh, and I think I was actually, was I on his show once? I, I can't remember. I've, I've been on like a whole bunch of like Childeberg recap shows in the last two weeks. And uh, he also wrote on, I think it's called like the Anarch News or something like that. His Substack, I can't remember. I'd have to go look it up, but mm-hmm. um, wrote, a, just a really really good article about his like version of the experience and as I was kind of reading through it I was it was just really it's very it's a very rewarding experience to be kind of the organizer and see it complete mm-hmm. but there was also one other time too where uh, I think it was like uh, Sunday night when kind of things were starting to you know every it, it lasts until Monday but usually Monday is just people cleaning up and yeah uh, packing up and getting ready to go and, um, the, on like there, I sat down with Carr car for a little while on Saturday night and like cracked a beer, which is, I think the Sunday so night, night or Saturday night, S- Sunday night sorry, Sunday night crack, cracked a beer. And, uh, and he was, he was like, all right, man. And I was like, yeah, it's going well. And he goes like, yeah, it looks like you just exhaled, exhaled, you know, like, <laughs> like, ah, you're finally relaxed a little bit. And I did, I felt, I felt like at about eight o'clock Saturday night, it was like, okay, it was a success. We did it. And now it's, there probably is, you know, maybe there's going to be more, you know, stuff that goes wrong or whatever between then and the next day. But I, I also build up a lot of the possibility of things going wrong in my head. Mm -hmm. And there's a part of me that knows that it's probably going to be fine. Uh, but then there's the other part of me too. That's just very concerned with everybody having a good time. And, uh, Nobody getting hurt, nobody getting too drunk, nobody, you know, having any sort of other issues. And yeah. also just trying to be alert and ready in case, you know, somebody needs to be able to
1: respond. Yeah. And, um, and that's kind of the thing is like, there's enough people there. Like, it, it's kind of weird because, like, you know, like the, you, you get the, the wide breadth of the libertarian experience. Yeah. You get people who are like, They're not social justice warriors, but if they weren't libertarians, they might be, you know what I mean? Like where it's just their, their peace, love and, and whatever. And then you get like the guys where you're like, it's like, I don't think you're a fascist, but you certainly seem like a crazy militia guy. (laughs) Where You're kind of like, you know, you, you wouldn't hurt anybody. Like you wouldn't hurt somebody unless they tried to hurt you. Right. But I I I wouldn't be surprised if you were like, had six gun on you right now. And if somebody started freaking out and just needed some calming down, I don't think you know de-escalation tactics. You're just like, blow them away. (laughs) 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 So like, you know, you get like, you know, people like me where it's like, I'm willing to step in and try to figure out what's going on and, and try to solve this problem. People like you where it's like, just because you're so much bigger than everybody, most of the time. Yeah, like you kind of naturally do that. And then you get guys like uh Carr and and uh Will where it's like they may not be the first person people are looking to to do that and just like me like nobody's looking for me to do it. Like they really kind of look at you one as being who you are with the event but also right. like just because of your size but like, you know, Carr is generally very laid back but like it's very clear that he would step in If things started going really awry and like, Mm -hmm. you know, Will would be doing it. Like and then cotton and you know, just people like that where you're like, yeah, they would be immediately like trying to redirect this into something positive, or like yeah trying to find you to be like, look, I don't know how we need to handle this. Let's figure this out. Like, so it's kind of that like, hey, these things are happening thing. And you know, I, I think it's that's one of the things that's great about the experience is like at least so far. There's, I don't like other than people consuming too much intoxicant, I don't know of a problem, problem that's happened that isn't like, like the first year where like Will and team got hit by the big storm.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's the other thing too, is like, as far as one of the things that for some reason I'm always very concerned about is some sort of interpersonal problem. mm -hmm. And there's just it, one of the things that uh, a lot of people pointed out, and I thought this was a good way of putting it, is just the vibe the vibe or whatever the energy as, as crazy was saying mm-hmm. uh, that whole, the whole like milieu of the experience does not really allow for there to be interpersonal conflict. Yeah. It's just too, it's it's what I kind of, I mean, it's it sort of like reaffirms my beliefs in anarchy a lot is that like, there's not there's like the conflict. There's, The conflict that we kind of expect in more general society and things that like I'm kind of worried about with like my neighbors, for example, is not really a – my inability to discuss it with them. It's the escalation threat is always Mm -hmm. the thing, which is they're going to get like the police involved or they're going to get – we don't have a homeowners association, but they're going to get the homeowners association involved or the city or whatever. Like those are kind of always to me, it seems like those are the things that cause – most of the problems yeah um and also removes the incentive for you to have a good relationship with your neighbor
1: yeah and this is one of the things that like i think it's kind of a classic you thing because like i never think about those things to like i do it to a point but rarely like so to me like and this is one of those ones where i like I did this a lot at this Childerberg because I'm not on like, I didn't have a discord until like four days ago or something like that. Like, and I'm not it. Like I am a much more in-person text, like traditional text message or text, like direct communication person. Right. So like it was really hard for me to, sit down and kind of be like, who are you and what's going on? Like, right. Cause you know, so many people would walk up and it would in like, not in a bad way, but it is kind of frustrating for me when I'm like, okay, I'm just getting to like, cause I had a hard time that first day and a half of like, your name is this. And this is like, because so many people have like a handle. Yeah. And people are like, oh, you can just call me by the handle. Like Aches, and it's like okay, like Aches. I can remember his name because like I really like Pond, and I mean I like Aches too, and his wife. But it's kind of like, huh? Everybody seems to know you, and I don't think I've ever heard anybody else talk about you. But I only really talk to you. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like well, and also I call him by his his real name whenever we whenever I refer to him. Correct. So, it, and and that's, that's the sort of thing where it's like, you know, people have like, there's like people like you and me where it's just like, we're on front tree. Like, this is just who, this is our name. Yeah. Like exactly. there's, there's no, there's no putting anything behind it or anything like that. And that's what like made it so hard. Cause I'm just like, I'm like, Oh, I'm this person. It's like, did we meet last year and I don't remember or,
0: <laughs> or are you just expecting it, to know me on Twitter?
1: <laughs> or is it like, you know who I am because you know who Jacob is and people have not necessarily been talking about me, but like, it's just kind of like I'm in the general knowledge just because of like who you are. Yeah, yeah. Or like, are you actually a fan of the show? And then like, I'm supposed to somehow like have committed, like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know who these people are. So it took me forever to start like kind of just being comfortable talking to people. And I also have like the most Disproportionately weird idea that I was going to get sunburned.
0: Oh, and I got I got sunburned. I'm yeah. still peeling. So
1: yeah. So I was really worried about getting sunburned, and I was really worried about getting dehydrated. Yeah. Again, because I didn't get sunburned last year, but I got super dehydrated, as you know. Yeah. Um. But like, I was super worried about that. So like, I would often just kind of wander off, and like, go see what this group is doing, and go see right. what this group is doing. But like. Because like, I think I could have talked to anybody and everybody would have been fine with it, but I was also kind of like, I got really frustrated when people would walk up that weren't like, you know, will, or you, or, you know, car, like those sort of people and would just join the conversation. And these, the people I were talking to, like the person I was talking to suddenly, like had way more of a conversation going on with this person just because they knew they were. And I was still kind of going like, wait, 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 I'm still getting the note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get your name. Like, yeah. right. So, and I think that's the thing is like, that's my own problem. But like, that's also kind of the, the nature of the bigger experience where it's like harder to sit down, but like, you know, like I, I did the classic thing. I, uh, I hung out with the peaceful trees and boys, not a lot together. Not that they were avoiding each other. They just happened to like kind of be in separate areas a lot, but I hung out with Will and his wife and like, we went like kind of adventuring before she left. Um, And we went and got some food like that Exxon gas station. With the, with the tacos and stuff. Yes. Those tacos are top notch.
0: Yeah. It was pretty good. uh, Yeah. Pretty good place. They also have uh, they also didn't charge me for my diet. Dr. Pepper fountain drink. Like I went and got one there and they were like, is this all you're getting? I was like, yeah. And they're like, eh, take it.
1: (laughs) Oh, and also their kolaches. Pretty good. Yeah. They are, they're like very yeasty, which is like the ones here. Um, Yeah. So the ones that you wanted. Yeah. Cause you were saying that
0: the, actually that came up, we went to coffee with Will and his wife and, uh, Dan and, um, his wife and some other people from the DFW area today. Uh, and they, they brought up that you, that you were, that you, on that trip you were giving them this whole spiel about kolaches and like the different like flavors involved.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, like, cause like the, the ones at Slovaks were like much more like kind of, some of them were like hot doggy bread yeah, and some of them were yeasty. And like, I'm used to the, like the, the kolache bread itself being the same. And then the fillings are different. So. yeah,
0: I'm thinking about maybe speaking of Slovak's, and mm-hmm. to, de- to re- derail the conversation again oh yeah uh, i was thinking about going to west fest this year cuz they do like a big uh yes summer festival hey, every year
1: yeah if we if we or do sep- move I to texas i think it's in september i think it's in september yeah i think it's i think it's september yeah. um but yeah if we do move to texas definitely going to west fest pretty frequently yeah, that i think it's like so it's just
0: a big fun. kind of like a county fair kind of like yeah. with just check food and stuff yeah It sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm kind of stoked on that. There's a lot of cool stuff around here that like I keep finding out about and I just got to like put everything on my calendar and then have like a reminder a week ahead of time so I can go do that, that kind of stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I started doing that a lot with my calendar. So like my wife is super big into having a paper calendar. Okay. And paper as opposed to like doing it on her phone. But like, She has like, she had a laptop for work and then they replaced it with an iPad and she's got a personal iPad. So she's likes the iPad for her personal one, but like, she doesn't have a personal computer. Like I have the Mac laptop. We have that, the windows desktop, but like, I don't think she remembers what the password is even though the password is password. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's super simple. Um, But like, she likes having a paper calendar, but I've also gotten kind of into the paper calendar. Cause like I can write things on it. Like, you know, Rick and Morty season five comes out or season four, like the new modest mouse record comes out, like yeah. the new season of this. So, cause I kept putting stuff like that in my phone and my phone would remind me, but wouldn't remind me the day of, but like, it'll remind me like twice that I once put a reoccurring event of work in my calendar. Like, so I could then like Mark when I was on vacation on like my personal calendar. And like, so now it's just kind of like become useless. So it's like, I end up using the paper one. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. We like, we keep kind of trying to do that. And like, it was, it was super funny because like my dad is like sent more sentimental now. Cause he's you know, a granddad and he's got one grandkid. Um, but like he sent like my brother, my sister and I, a text message just going like, Hey, I don't want anything for father's day. Just give me a call tomorrow. Yeah, the Father's Day is next week. <laughs> oh. my, mom the day, my mom had the day wrong, <laughs> like yeah. the, the week wrong. It's funny because you know, we classic. had we had a we had a similar yeah. thing
0: because when Victoria and I were running errands yesterday, I was like, "Oh crap, I think Father's Day is tomorrow." And uh not that my dad cares, but um I was like, well, "I'd like to, you know, at least text him and say Happy Father's Day." And yeah. then I got home and I looked it up and I was like, "Oh, never mind, it's next week." So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. So like, it's funny. It's like my, the, the new Pixar movie Luca comes out. Um, yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah. It comes out on Friday. So we're going to go. So for father's day weekend, my, like my wife was like, Hey, to my daughter, like father's day weekends, you know, father's day weekend, dad gets, to, you know, Papa gets to pick what he wants to do. Cause we were like trying to figure out when Luca came out and Lillian was like, really wants to go back to the movie theater. Cause we went to cinema cafe and she oh, just yeah. was like in love with that idea. Is that, so, f- does she, is that
0: like one of the first times she remembers going to the movie theater? She's only ever
1: it- been once. Oh, really? Okay. Rila and the last dragon. Yeah. I want to see that and too. And we still haven't gotten around to it. It's on, if you've got Disney plus it's on it now. Well, I want to, I want to go to the theater and see it. So I don't think it makes a difference. Nope? On that okay. One. All right. Um, oh, okay. Maybe. Um. But like on that one, not as much like, It was cool to see it in theaters, but like, if you can see it for free on Disney, it's like, to me, like, I really regret not seeing Moana in theaters. um, Yeah. Cause that one was very, like that one, it just like, it feels like it'd be a bigger theater movie, but Ryla and the last dragon is kind of like, oh, it's a fun kids movie. Okay. But like, I'm also not as into the theater as you are. Yeah. Um, I do like going to the theater a lot. Yeah. So like, we were like, Hey, like. And so I told her, it's like, my daughter, it's like, Hey, for father's day, we're going to go see that movie in theaters. And so like, she still doesn't get quite the distance on a calendar. So we wrote it on the calendar. Like here's today. This is when we're going to go. And like, you know, she gets when you point to the box and it's today, she can understand that, but like, she doesn't go like, Oh, that's 20 days from now or something like that. (laughs) So we're going to go see that on father's day. And then the day before we're going to go out to this brewery in Smithfield that my wife and I like that has a restaurant. So, okay. but yeah, so like my dad sent me this like sentimental text message. was like, I text my dad back. I'm like, uh, father's days next Sunday, but, uh, I can certainly call you tomorrow if you like. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was just a funny thing. So like, yeah. Um, so on, like I, I don't know, have you, have we sent out a newsletter? About- we have, uh, yeah. Okay. I,
0: I've been thinking about it. I, I'm trying to think of what to say, and I still don't. Well, and that's kind I, of what why we keep rambling, I think, on this episode, is I don't know really what to say about it, other than it turned out to be absolutely awesome. And running it is such a privilege, but it just blew up so much bigger. Like, I'm still kind of in shock by... Like how many people actually came, and from the distances yeah. they came. Like, I still like the only thing I know to do about this because it's it's pretty amazing to me. But the only thing I know to do is just to keep moving and do the next one.
1: Yeah, like that's well, like so, that's
0: all I know. <laughs> like that's all well, I could do.
1: About to me, it. The, the newsletter has a couple of things that need to be announced. Okay, first is how much t- are we going to donate to Free Ross?
0: Yep, I, I posted that on Twitter. So we with with the traditional tasting anarchy match we've uh we're sending them uh fourteen hundred dollars which is pretty a pretty big pretty big uh i think six hundred i think was what we ended up getting last year Mm -hmm. Um, and uh so more than double which is awesome and uh i think that uh, i think we can probably do even better i think what one of the things i wanted to improve on for next year was just sort of the monetization portion of this which is it's uh i think it's gotten too big and, I, and i've talked about this i think on the show before i think it's gotten a little bit too big for me to just be like oh just show up and we'll sell some t-shirts and and take donations we, we gotta have a little bit more structure to it so yeah but i
1: i also think like and, and that's the thing is we've talked about it the structure before but yeah so we'll we'll set all that like the the functional yeah. aspects aside so yeah, yeah um you know so free ross amount who won the the quilt the quilt and fruitcake we did together
0: this year mm-hmm. and it was, uh, Tyler. I don't know if he wants his handle. I guess he would want his handle. I, cause I think he actually uses his name and his handle. Let me, if, if he doesn't use his hand name and his handle, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, dox him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. So, uh,
0: well, he kind of does, but so, but it's at, uh, Schlitz beer, Schlitz underscore beer on Twitter. Was mm-hmm. the was the winner of the fruitcake and quilt, uh, which was pretty cool, and the winner of the growler? I do not recall. I'll have to ask. Um, yeah, we'll have to ask Will Will
1: and Jared. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so like it, you know, those are those are the things I think. Like we just need to put that in like the newsletter from there. Yeah, kind of like yeah, as also.
0: A, I think that Agora Brewing I've, either he sold out of everything or sold out of almost everything for.
1: Yeah, his, I think uh, he took very little back.
0: Yeah, which is great because that's kind of what he he wanted. And that was a big moneymaker for free Ross. I mean, that was I think pretty close to if not more than a third of the total yeah, uh, take or whatever it was from that. The the raffle for the fruitcake and the quilt was a big a big uh, moneymaker. The growler was a big moneymaker. Um we made a the the show really helped us break even. Mm-hmm. And and then we made a couple hundred bucks, I think, from that as well. Uh so yeah. I think next next year, if we kind of structure things a little bit differently, I think we'll be able to uh really really you know get to the next level as far as fundraising goes for our chosen charity, mm-hmm. uh Freeross.org.
1: And then you know, who knows? Like maybe uh we won't need to donate anymore because he'll be I out hope so and, and yeah. you know, then the pouring of love will come in and he'll have like a a nice financial position and won't need any more donations. And we can find a new, uh, charity support. Like, I mean, like not to be laughing about the concept, but like, just, it would be, I hope so. Yeah. Like that, that level of, um, well, actually I think if that happened, I think your idea for the movie still plays. It's just the result and then like the injustice of it. So it's kind of like, no matter what, like we still would have like a Ross related activity. Um, but like, how great would it be if like, you know, Childeberg veer, like Ross was able to attend. Oh my gosh. That'd be so cool. Yeah. So, you know, so Anthony Samaroff was there. Scott Horton was there. Um, did you get a uh, chance to meet Scott at all? I did not know. Like, I mean, he, I could have yeah. walked up and I just, I never was, I never saw him talking to anybody where, I could kind of go up and join the conversation and not feel like I was just intruding in their conversation.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. I, I, I met him very, or I, I met him before, but, uh, yeah. briefly, briefly got to say hi on Saturday night, very late, uh, mm-hmm. after, after the show. And, um, I know that he said this on, uh, I think it was on, uh, it's live from the Gulag, I think is the podcast. Mm -hmm. So he, he recently was on that and, and they just asked him how was Childeberg, and he said it was great, but apparently like he had an issue with his boat. So, and that ended up delaying him. And then his, then when he got there, his wife wasn't feeling well. So he had to bring her home and that was kind of uh, made it. So his, like his experience at Childeberg was a little bit short, but he said on the thing that he had a great time. It was really fun for him to like talk to different people and just meet people. Um, Yeah yeah, it was, just, that was really cool.
1: Yeah. And, was, and was that's so the thing it is like, yeah. And then, you know, possibly like, cause I know when he and Pete Canones were doing their kind of like, what are the shows that we never talk about that we should talk about more frequently, like kind of yeah. Liberty shows. Um, Pete was really interested in coming. So maybe like we can kind of start badgering him on Twitter or something about if he's on Twitter or whatever it is yeah. about attending next year, you know, that sort of thing and just kind of start the, oh, the hype wagon. Yeah. yeah uh, he's, he's, there. he's, he's,
0: he'd be, he'd be a lot of fun to have there. And I think he would enjoy it. That's kind of one of the things that also that, and I've talked to you about this and other people about this, that I, like, I really want Childeberg to be fun for what you and I would consider like the big names, you know, like yeah. the, like, 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 uh, you know, Pete and, you know, this year, a lot of the people we had, like to me and you, uh, Howie's a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Eddie is, I think as far as like the Lines of Liberty community, he's he's a big deal. He's you know one of he's one of my favorites, even though he's not on like the main the main shows. Anytime he's on one, it's like a real treat. Yeah. Uh, not not that I feel like he's bigger or better than like any of the other Lions of Liberty, you know, Mark how uh Mark, but, like, that's uh, the thing like is like John we,
1: or I think we interact with Howie Yeah. Kind of more frequently. Like, I mean, you interact with Mark a lot, um, but not like from like how he's been on the show. our show multiple times, like he's like gone out of his, not like, again, not that Mark and Brian not don't necessarily do that. Like, I mean, Mark does more. I like, I don't know. I don't think you've, I don't know if you've ever interacted with Brian, like on a Uh, a little bit, not
0: much. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like, you know, with Mark, like if Mark happened to be, out in Dallas, like, I'm pretty sure he'd reach out to you or like, you yeah. know, that sort of thing. But like how he's like, tried to figure out how to meet up with us multiple times and has been right. trying to come since the beginning, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, he's been that interested in the event. Um, and again, not like the other guys aren't, but like camping's kind of a thing, you know, like that's a, like a Howie thing to do to me is like go camping yeah. and, and, and that sort of funness. So
0: yeah. So, but like what, what I like about that is that we're inviting, we're basically inviting the big names to come and be bros kind of like yeah. not to use, not to use gendered language, but like Monica, I wanted her to come out and hang out with us. I didn't want her to come out and be like obligated to give a talk or anything like that. And she mm-hmm. came out, enjoyed the show, brought her husband. And and that was cool. Same thing with Scott, like Scott, because he's such a big deal in the Liberty community, he's always going to have people asking him, you know, foreign policy stuff. But I want the, I want to be able to invite people to come and hang out and enjoy and enter, be entertained and enjoy hanging out with people as people, not, not as like,
1: yeah, they're not, academics they're not coming as like Tom Woods, the presenter. Like if, yeah. if he came, it's just like, Hey, Tom Woods is going to be there. Okay. Just, just, He's a guy, yeah. Here to have fun. Yeah, come
0: and have a have a good time. Have a fun time. And that's one of the things too. Is you and I are, I I would say I would put myself at least in this boat. Is I would I wouldn't necessarily say socially awkward, but just sort of like I'm very very introverted. uh, Although, like you know, personable. So like when I am actually in a social situation, I'm very friendly and I have a lot of stuff to say. But like it's just not my preferred. Yeah, I, I, I always
1: think you like kind of have that church sociable like yeah yeah where you you know you'll help anybody out at the church like you'll talk to anybody at the church but it's not necessarily like you guys are going you're like hey now everybody come back to my house for the potluck like right
0: exactly you know, like, like, like yeah, that's I, a, I like I like to be able to facilitate those types of things happening mm-hmm. but it's not really I also need to, I need extended periods of time alone to recharge. It's very draining yeah. for me to do those kinds of things. But, and I think a lot of people in our community are kind of like that. And, but this gives them an opportunity to be around other people that are sort of like that and understand it and yeah. can interact and uh, have similar interests, sometimes sometimes completely different interests, but have enough similar interests that uh, they feel very much at home. Multiple people have DM'd me and just been like, you know, believe it or not, <laughs> uh, and most of the time I do believe it. Believe it or not, I'm very introverted, but this just really gave me a good opportunity to like hang out with people who accept me for just for my for who I am. Like uh, it, it, sometimes being I guess in the liberty community is very isolating because yeah. it's it's just not. I mean, it's not mainstream. I guess is the only way to put it. Is it? Well, like, you know, most people yeah. don't even think about these kind of things.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the thing is like this is one of those things where it's like everybody has an underlying belief and the underlying belief is Liberty. It's kind of like being in a church, right? Your underlying belief is, like, especially if you're Christian is like, you know, the divinity of Christ, whatever, you know, however you want to think about that. But like, there's that underlying belief. So when you go there, you're not expecting somebody to be like, Oh yeah. And you know, when I was worshiping Satan last weekend or like, you know, you come yeah. here, it's like when I was, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you get you yeah. know, full and caps like you and me. And then you get people who are much more like, Hey, I want to work in the Liberty caucus or like they're mainstream libertarian party guys. You know, you get that sort of breed, but it's everybody who like, it's still people who are like, Liberty is my primary like touch point to reality like in this social setting, like everybody kind of knows like, okay, like, yeah, there's going to be some people with some wacky ideas, but nobody's going to be like, oh yeah, you don't think this, like you don't believe in the power of the state to dictate your entire life. So you're the wacky ones. Like, no, like somebody thinking that would be the wacky one at our event. And we still would be kind of cool with having them there. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, and I think that's a good kind of way to sum it up is that, It's, it's just a, you know, it's a festival of people having an opportunity to hang out with people who they can relax around.
1: Yep. And then a crowdfunded government finally managed to pull off his Irish goodbye.
0: That's right. Yeah, he, I, I, well, I, oh my gosh, I almost forgot that he was there actually until you just mentioned it. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. He was
1: there. Uh, Cause yeah. and not, not because he's forgetful. It's just, there were so many people there. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I, I yeah, I didn't get
0: a chance to talk to him very much. And, uh, there's just that, I guess that would be like uh, the only downside, uh, from mm-hmm. like the, organizer's perspective is I want to talk to everybody and I just didn't get a chance to hang out with everybody.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think the biggest thing that was difficult this year is the, is the camp layout. Yeah. And, and I think like, you know, from a purely selfish, like selfish, because I mean, yeah, it's, it's actually selfish to complain about it. Something that I didn't do. You know what I mean? Like I, right. like, yes, you knew you could rely upon me to do X, Y, and Z, but you also knew that like, it is totally possible that I couldn't actually get out there because of any number of things. It's not like right. I'm your, like your wife or like, you know, your husband or something like that, where it's like, if I just chose not to come. I'm, you know, I'm not saying that if your wife chose not to become like, if it was me as your spouse choosing not to come, then I'm being an asshole. <laughs> like, Yeah. Hey, this is a big thing that we'd like to do together. And I'm saying like, I'm not going to go like, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. But like the biggest issue was like the layout of the campsites where it didn't, it, it was awesome to have that many sites, but because they weren't kind of all right next to each other, you got these different groupings forming where it right. became different groups and it's not that the groups were bad and it's not that like having different groups, like, and I think that's part of the reason that kept it kind of civil in its own way. Cause you could literally walk away from a conversation that may have been something that you just weren't happy with. And then the other people weren't having the same conversation. Right. And it's like, you know, hey, like, oh, we're talking about like guns over here. And then you go over here and the people are talking about, you know, drug policy or, you know, something like that was completely different. So that was really cool. But it also made it hard to be like, hey, I need to go over to my tent to get this thing real quick, like my sunglasses, because it's getting really bright out. And then you, you know, you walk all the way over there, which again, not a like, not a problem problem, but you walk all the way over there. And then like, I'm never getting back to that conversation or campsite, like, you because know, you run into like six different people and all that stuff. So it's like, I think the the plan for next year is going to make that significantly easier in its own way, but yeah. Possibly significantly harder just because of the size.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I think I think what we may have to do is rent bicycles. <laughs> Uh, well, I, that
0: was one thing that Car and I were actually talking about. Is uh, I I, be, I bet you we can go pick up like a handful of bicycles at a pawn shop for like nothing, and mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of leave them around so that's easy for
1: people to just ride up and down the road. Oh no! I like I honestly just meant for you and me to like.
0: Oh, just for you and me? Okay. Well, we'll to, do, like to that. to go back and forth, <laughs> right.
1: like you know, just to like go talk to other people and meet like different groups, just like goof off on bicycles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Plus, like also like one of the things is like you are the one I know the best in the, the entire group. Yeah. And it's not like we didn't get like, I mean, we had like, cause Anthony like slept most of the trip, most of the drive down, which was fine. Cause like he was super exhausted, totally not a problem. Yeah. But like that was our real bro and out time. Yeah. And we didn't and get it a was like, whole
0: lot of that at the campsite.
1: Yeah. And, and then like from there, it was just like, Hey, getting everything going. And, and that was the thing that the, from a, like structural standpoint, nothing wrong with the show, but like from my own personal life standpoint where I was just like, it would have been great to have either gone like the original plan, which was to get there on Saturday and then do the, like stay at your place afterwards. Right. Yeah. Now, based on who came to your house and just how full your house was, that wouldn't have worked, but you know, like having that time to like just goof off together and, right, and yeah, do that just, sort of stuff. Yeah, and, exactly. Know, but like, we also talk every day, most of the day. So, you know, it's yeah. like, it is definitely different in person, but it's not like, you know, like one of the reasons I really kind of did my best to like, hang out with will was, well, I can text will every day. I don't have like a running conversation to have with will. Yeah. Necessarily. So like, I don't, it's not that I feel like I'm interrupting his day, but it's also kind of like, Hey, I feel like I have to have like something to generate the conversation, whereas yeah. like you and me, it's just like ah, oh, this thing again, and you know, just the length of shared experience. So it's like okay, well, you know that. So like you know, definitely getting that time to hang out with Will and and those sort of things, where it's like okay, yeah, yeah. And then like you know, one of the things that not drove me nuts, but like I was sitting there and like talking with Luke, like he like he and ended- the he and his boys were walking and he stopped to talk to me and like, yes, he was, you know, being a dad and making sure his kids were okay. But like, I was the sole focus of the conversation, like his sole focus in the conversation was like, right? Steve, like, it was a, not like he, it didn't seem like he came to find me to specifically talk to me, but it sure felt like that after five minutes. Right. <laughs> I'm <Yes>. just like, <laughs> Well, this guy is so great. Like, what is this? Oh, yeah. What he's, 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 he's such a cool yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like so many people like that where you're just like, okay, like this is happening now. And then, you know, so it's just.
0: You know, I thought I all the other speaking, ones were
1: good, but this one was just a different thing. Yeah, and it, it is. A, so it's, it's, it's cool.
0: become, it's definitely become a, a very different thing. Like the first two was much more of like a, a small group camping experience and at this point, it is now lots of small groups exchanging people. Um, yeah.
1: well, It's, they, it's they, just
0: become this sort of, it, I mean, it's definitely, it's kind of becoming a festival. But you know, um, you know who else, before I forget, uh, that, sure. I, that I didn't get to talk to a huge amount at the event, but I talked to uh, quite a bit after, and I'm probably going to go out to East Texas and see him, uh, mm-hmm. is the lead singer from Owen Glass in the Palace Saints, mm-hmm. uh, Kelly. Super cool dude. Yeah. Uh yeah, just a just a good like a good vibe guy and like mm-hmm. me talking to him about like what he's trying to do with his music and stuff. And I think they are at least from my perspective and I'm not, you know, the most musically inclined person ever, but like I like music a lot and as you know, I also have an ear for music. Um just bec- well, I would say I have a memory for music. I remember way too much about music and way too much like just weird it, music. You also have
1: like a very large breadth of experience with music. Yeah, so like, yeah. Like the fact that like the fact that you don't play music like as a daily thing in your life and, but how much music, you know, yeah, is like baffling to me. I'm like, when does he get the time to do, like, yeah. listen to all this?
0: Yeah, it, it is kind of weird. I think I just have a very good memory for music, I think. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's because it's funny like if i go look and see like what i listen to it's i pretty much listen to alternative rock from like 93 to 98 exclusively and (laughs) uh because i don't really like the early grunge kind of alternative rock from the early 90s very much Mm -hmm. i I like that very specific narrow window of alternative rock Uh, and there's there's some stuff outside of that that i like and then also you know i really like ethereal and, and that kind of stuff but in my queue
1: now. But then you also like SoundCloud rappers.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, that's right. I do actually. You're right. I forgot about that. I I, I do really like SoundCloud rap a lot. And um,
1: and then you have like an impressive knowledge of older music.
0: Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I I, I I like when I when I look at what I listen to a lot. It's interesting how much outside of that I also know. Like I know twenties and thirties music really well. Um, mm-hmm. I know. 70s and 60s music okay i i know kind of weird disco music pretty well which yeah. is also odd because i don't listen to that a lot um but anyways that that's a whole a whole other conversation but um i just i i since their uh album rope and the rabbit came out i've been listening to Owen glass just because i was like oh, this is good music and i like mm-hmm. it and it's it's in my queue now and um just being able to see them and listen to them live to me was really cool. And yeah. then they also turned out to just be really cool guys.
1: Yeah. Like I, so like, I kind of have this like list of people from the show to have on. And I think if we could get at some point, every one of the performers, like, so like all the musicians, all the com- comedians, yeah, even if it's for 10 minutes. Just to hear what their perspective of it was, you know, yeah, so like, if, good. like, if we could get 10, you know, like all of them, like, and, you know, like Nikki, like, obviously it'd be not, I won't say it's easy. Like, I mean, he definitely has a professional life and, and things to do. Um, but like, you know, he definitely has podcasting equipment. So like, yeah. you know, easier to get him and like, but like all of them, because of their musician ability probably have a mic to get on. You know, and kind of like get them to kind of give us the the rundown because it's they were there to perform, yeah, and then like got to enjoy the event. You know, so like that having that, I think would be really kind of like a fun thing. You know, over the year or over the next couple of months, if we could set that up, and you know, just things like that, where you know, key guests on it. So like, if we can get Theodore or not Theodore, but uh, you know, people like that, where it's just like on to kind of discuss their their experience with it cuz like it's not that i think like our podcast concept is falling but this is be- like the first childerberg it was in such a way that it could possibly not happen again right you know what i mean like oh like the guy never set it up again it was just a cool thing we did once the right. second one was despite like every effort you went through to make it happen. And then it did happen amazingly. So it still had that feel of, yeah, this may not happen again. Right. Like, yeah. Cause it was such a thing. But after this, this one, like they had a music and comedy event. They did this. They had, you know, four days basically of this event happening and 200 people showed up. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. And it's like, Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, I kind of get that feeling where like, you know, we know, we both, you know, extremely well, and I know somewhat well, uh, somebody who puts on events that have way more attendees. Yes. But like the first one, you know, you kind of have that feel. It's like, Hey, it's this guy who's, you know, like you, sometimes you wouldn't even know he was the guy putting it on. Right. And then now, pretty much everybody knows who he is when he's putting it on and his right. staff. And like all of that stuff is happening. And that's kind of the way it is. Like with the show, like with the event now it's like, yeah, that's Jake. He organized all of this except yeah. for the attendees, like the actual attendees, but like, like, you know, cook shanty, like, you know, getting that, not like you went out and sought that out, but like, coordinated that actually still occurring like yes you can do that what do you need from us to help you do that
0: yeah that's that's one of the other things that's been really cool about this is is how much um like our group of people are extremely talented and in in a myriad of ways and so this stuff sort of like just rolling and just be like i'm discovering that like my skill at at this and I, i i've and you know ever since you and i have known each other. I've always kind of been like, yeah, I do want to do something in, in Liberty and I don't really know what. Yes. Um, and I've tried lots of different things and I think this might be the thing that I'm decent at is, is fo- basically it's following through with what I say I'm going to do. I think is is really the key is just, I say, I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. And I can, and I, I can recognize well enough that like certain things that are going to be valuable that pop up And then facilitate Mm -hmm. that being successful. I think that's kind of my my niche.
1: I guess. I think. I think your niche is the ability to shoulder a burden that you find exceptionally important. Yeah. Because I I think that's the thing about this event is you find it important in all of the right reasons. At least in Mm -hmm. my mind. like getting together a group of people who are downtrodden in many ways and getting them to hang out with each other. Yeah. But I think with like, you know, Agora doing the first mead tasting last year, Mm -hmm. like me, the first two years, just not like I'm some amazing cook, but like cooking stuff. Yeah, like be people grow, right. and in like, you know, the, um, Barbary cook, like, you know, he cooked stuff too. Like, you know, people would be like, and then, you know, the guys who were doing the food at the first one, like, Oh wait, you guys have talents that you can bring to bear to make this event better. Mm-hmm. Mine was, you know, barely cooking for people, but like, I was also drive the van. Right. And you know, make sure that people are having fun while I'm doing it. And you know, that sort of thing where it's like that sort of like, what do you bring to it? Car being like a focal point and yeah. people and allowing people to congregate around him seamlessly, that sort of thing. So, right. But as, as much as I love <laughs> like, jibber jabber and a half on this, yeah. I've got to get to bed. Um, yeah. And uh yeah, all right, cool. Well, well, uh,
0: well, another successful year. Looking forward yes, to
1: Childeberg Veer, which you yes, named. I did. Uh, I I've think- actually come up with the the number except for dose. Yeah. Um I I came up with, you know, three, but I was like, hey, what's Russian for three? Yep, and then that's right. I knew what Veer was. Because I was trying to call it uh, Childerberg dry, which is the three, but I was like, No, nah, that doesn't people didn't like take it as much. But I was like, Okay, we'll do we'll do three, but we'll do it with the Russian one. And then yeah.
0: Yeah. Somebody suggested I don't remember which number this one was, but uh we would do a ghost theme one year, oh, yeah uh, because apparently uh, the chinese one of the Chinese numbers is woo like w o o like woo oh yeah, uh, so we could do like a ghost themed one and it'd be Childeberg woo That's, I like it yeah, so i I can't remember which number that was, but I, I thought it was a really good suggestion. I think it was uh I think it was Mr. Miscreant, the guy who was selling those really cool wood. Uh, yeah, hooks. the burned woods. Yeah, yeah, the burned woods like with the resin fill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those were really cool. Uh, but yeah, I think he suggested that. It, it was. I thought it was a really good idea. Um, yeah, and, that is, uh, that is yeah, a so, fantastic idea. Yeah, great, great. Um, actually, and I got to reach out to uh, Roughtail Brewing, who I don't know if he wants to say his name on the show. He does not, but okay. yeah. Uh, so Rough Tail Brewing guy, because he also had a really good idea for the cryptid for next year because there's apparently a German cryptid, That's Mm -hmm. like a. it's like it's sort of like a jackalope, but it's uh, a rabbit with like ram's horns and bat wings. Nice. Which I don't I don't know what that is, but apparently it's like a German one. So, yeah, that uh, sounds good. He'll tell me what that is. But anyways, I guess from us at Tasting Anarchy, stay stay free. Free.